So we're trying uh, this afternoon to address the question that we left off with, that seemingly we're going out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu that the uh, Medrash says Aaron would have performed with music, with a uh, whole procession, is an attempt to increase on Aaron's part the positive simcha for the great event of Moshe Rabbeinu now coming and undertaking the mission to take B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Similar to Achach HaSefer Torah, or Simchas Torah, Achasana, the things that are, are, are occasions of great positive simcha that we're supposed to express and try to feel as much as we can. Playing the music, the dancing, helps to evoke the simcha that we have within us. And this is what it seems Aaron Cohen would have performed had he known of the great recognition the Torah was giving to his simcha and his beauty, Moshe Rabbeinu. But that doesn't seem to be the same thing as the lack of the negative, undesirable character trait of some even tiny measure of jealousy. When you say you should play music or that you don't have jealousy, Sounds a little strange. So, this was suggested last week, and maybe we'll discover that there is something maybe um, very correct to that idea. But simply speaking, we wouldn't think that somebody would be playing music and singing and dancing over the fact that he doesn't feel jealous. It's that's his own, you know, personal accomplishment. Very nice, beautiful. He's not jealous. Nothing negative to road towards Moshe Rabbeinu. But uh, simcha, singing, dancing. Is for this uh, great event Moshe is coming to take Kalashal Mitzrayim. And yet it seems that the Pasuk is telling us that both of these things, the same words, the Samach Baliboy, are referred to by the Gemara as the source that Aaron had no jealousy whatsoever, as Rashi says, and also the source that he was praised for this positive rejoicing from Moshe Rabbeinu at this occasion. and. Could have, would have done even more and more of that. So how are these two things one and the same? That was the question. We're just going to say the words today because really going through it again would be a third time that we're saying the question. We're going to try to approach the answer. But it's, uh, we'll be fine to review it and try to get back to it. So this was, I think, um, accepted as a valid question over the last couple of get-togethers. So I want to try to probe a little bit to find a way how the two qualities of the rejoicing of the positive where Shabbainu undertaking the mission to redeem B'nai Yisrael, Aaron going out to show him the joy that he has to even increase Moshe's joy over that starting of this great mitzvah, great mission, great unfolding of Hashem's kindness to B'nai Yisrael is at the core one and the same with the abolition of jealousy and the removal of jealousy and the, um, shall we say, uh, the solution of any jealousy. I think that uh, we could get a clue from something that we learned previously, or at least touched on a little bit, uh, where the Rambam talks about the mitzvah of simcha itself. Mitzvah of simcha, when you do a mitzvah, and he says that the rejoicing that a person rejoices in doing a mitzvah, and over the love of Hashem who commanded the mitzvah, 
is a very great primary aspect of a person's spiritual achievement. What is the contrast? The contrast would be somebody who, at such an occasion, is giving himself honor over his own personal accomplishments, his own personal achievements, and sort of disengages from the simcha. Seems as there's some kind of a conflict there. He's afraid or resistant to engaging in the simcha because that's the conflict to what he sees as his own personal honor. The Rama says somebody who does this is very foolish. It's sinful, but it's also very foolish. And he concludes that the true greatness of a person in Agdulava covered. The greatness and the honor is only the smoach l'fnei Hashem to rejoice before Hashem. The true honor, the true greatness of a person is his rejoicing over his recognition of Hashem. Now what is this all about? Okay, we're going to go to a pretty well-known pasuk in Yemia that we say in the Tisha B'Av The pasuk says, a wise person should not pride himself over his wisdom. It's essentially only a gift from Hashem. The strong person, the powerful person, the rich person should not pride himself over his riches, over his might, over his wisdom. But only what should be the cause of a person's Self-praise, so feeling of his own honor. The recognition, the knowledge of Hashem, who does chesed, mishpur, and tzedakah explains, through a person actually carrying out the qualities of kindness, justice, and charity. By living it, a person recognizes those qualities that are of Hashem that are within him, and he's able to get in contact with his true greatness, his true praise, his true accomplishment, which is of his own accomplishment. That's not something that Hashem is bestowing upon him. The person himself has to engage in it, has to access it, has to come to recognize it, and then he will feel the fullness of the true greatness that is of his true essence. That is, I think, one and the same with what the Rambam is saying here at the end, that the true greatness of the person <coughs> is rejoicing before Hashem. What is the cause of the rejoicing? Recognizing Hashem's greatness, which is Hashem's kindness, justice, humility, all the qualities that portray Hashem's perfection is what, when a person recognizes it and is involved in it, gives him the greatest joy. Like the Rambam says at the end of Hilchas Megillah, he should choose preferably to give extra money from Atanas Levionin on, on Purim, more so than Shalach Monas or Sudas Purim, because that will give him himself the greatest simcha. The greatest joy will come from gladdening the hearts of the, of the downtrodden, because this is the way of Hashem. So, bottom line, the Magna Mishnah also indicates this here. The person is evolving in good. He knows that's why he was created. He's coming in touch with his true essence. What is the true essence of a person? 
he's made up with a neshama that is likened to Hashem. When a person truly recognizes Hashem's kindness and Hashem's goodness, that's connecting to what's within him himself, his own true essence. That is the cause of the great, truly great joy, rejoicing, and, uh, and feeling of his own honor. Does that make sense? I'll feel my true honor, my true greatness, and I will truly rejoice when I recognize Hashem's perfection, which is, to some degree, in my own initial makeup that is now, I'm becoming in contact with that. Yeah, can I, can I say that is that is within me. That is what is truly good. That is ultimately found to the fullest degree in Hashem. Are so he's first coming to do a mitzvah, and he's coming to do a mitzvah. What is he coming in contact with? Hashem's kindness, Hashem's gift to him as the means of coming close to Hashem. He's coming in contact with Hashem's perfection, Hashem's kindness. It sounds like you're so not. Ex- that is what's giving him the symbol. It sounds like you're explaining a phenomenon that answers not the question you were asking. Well, we're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Hang, hang, in, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. I, I want to now portray the flip side. Go, 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 go. Go. Take it, no, take it, slow, take it, slow. No, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. And I'm asking for a lot here, I'm asking for a lot of patience. I'm just this is the, I, I, I want to just keep clarifying the true feeling of a person's own honor, own greatness, own goodness, is in what? Is is recognition of the greatness of Hashem that he's able to recognize and able to rejoice in and, and, and sense that is within himself. The morale says when, he, when we have to overcome challenges, Misha says, the more difficult the mitzvah, the greater the reward. Why? Because that brings us closer when we have to overcome obstacles. And then we discover how close we are that we're able to overcome those obstacles. It means we ourselves discover within ourselves that power of closeness can be to a person too, he indicates. That there, are, there can be challenges in a relationship. I'm able to overcome those challenges. I discover, I become close, and I discover how innately close I am, that I have that strength to come close. So when we are coming close to Hashem, we are discovering that within ourselves. We are feeling our own true greatness, and we are rejoicing in it in our recognition of Hashem. Whose so, greatness, whose kindness, whose perfection is infinite. So to tie it back to the <laughs> so now, now, what's the contrast? The the alternative, the the substitute, so to speak, is for a person to try to feel his greatness from his possession of something, something else. It can be material possessions, something very tangible, money, power, or something less tangible. Is, 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 Intellectual acumen and his knowledge that is trying to give himself honor over something that he has. Essentially, it's not really his, it's Hashem's gift to him, or not fully his. He may have put in some effort, but it's, it's a kind of combination. But it's trying to gain a feeling of honor from some kind of a possession. There could be a feeling of possession, even in something spiritual. I have a position as the Navi. I am the one who Hashem has sent to be the one to speak to the Jewish nation. I can relate to that as that I have something, that I am honored because of what I possess as the one who is in the position of the Navi. Torah tells us about Korah, 
was this he was he was Niskane of Elisafan being the Nasi of Shevet Shimon. It's not, not just for petty honor, it was for the spiritual role that he had that was to be played, but it could be related to some kind of way of I need to have that. Person could look at doing mitzvahs also as collecting. I'm collecting, I have a big collection. You look at Torah knowledge, I have a big collection. And, and priding himself over some kind of a possessiveness as opposed to just the innate good that is within the person and as within Hashem. So a person has the full, complete feeling of upliftedness and simcha over what is truly fitting for it, of his true innate goodness, of his own midah, of having that. He's rejoicing in the, the, the beauty of Hashem and that which is in our, us ourselves, then there's no need, and there's no place for. He's, he's really above and beyond utilizing the sense of possession for his own honor. He can experience the honor of what is truly innately good. So then there's no, there's no, I don't know, need, there's no opportunity, there's no pull towards, or he has already accomplished not to be giving himself honor through possession, but only through the true innate, just pure experience of recognizing the infinite good of Hashem that we are able to recognize and rejoice in. So then why, why would That's our Nakayim. that Hashem is taking the Jewish nation out of Mitzrayim. He's Sameach, Moshe Rabbeinu is the Shliach to do it. He's Sameach over Hashem's kindness, Hashem's goodness that has been now actualized. He doesn't need to feel Simcha and honor over the fact that I am, I had, I was, I am the Navi. What does it mean to be the Navi? Just carrying out Hashem's kindness and Hashem's goodness. So can we discuss this for a minute now? Not my thing. No, you're saying a lot of different things. <laughs> okay, go ahead, guys. Go ahead. So, so far, I'm just failing to see how this answers what the, the original question was. The original it, question was how would these two things were the same? Lack of kina. So why would and so had and so had so had Aaron Cohen known that the, the, had Aaron Cohen known that the Torah was going to write about him specifically right. point out that he had no kina in his heart. He would have rejoiced more. Right. But the, again, why, the essence, because the essence of the no kin in his heart is having the full, deep appreciation of what is truly good, and that being his source of his own kavod and simcha. Right. Aaron's own source of, of so own feeling of kavod did not come from. What would he? What would he? What would he have then? He's, he's, he's rejoicing now over Moshe Rabbeinu's undertaking this great mission. Of taking so why would, why would a why would why would a deeper recognition? Well, let's just take a step by step. If, 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 if he didn't have that fullness, then there could have been a place for his gaining some sense of his own greatness over the fact that he has the position of the navi, and then there could be conflict. Well, now Moshe Rabbeinu took it from me. Right. Now Moshe Rabbeinu has that, 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 that would so the I feel a loss. That would explain the I feel some loss. That would explain, that would explain the But if you never related so to how, it, I understand that part. I understand that part. Okay. Now how does that? 
so that's what he's saying that the kinnah was removed from his heart. Meaning, but he had zero. He had. Let me just. I know that I don't. I'm, go I understand, go that go I don't go understand, go understand it. I'm not, Sorry, I'm not challenging you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You could. I'm just go asking ahead, you to help go. me understand it. Go ahead. Go ahead. The. He's saying that, you're, what you're saying is that he now that he removed all the kinnah from his heart, which means doesn't. It's not the type of like jealousy that we typically relate to. Really, what was what's going on on a deeper spiritual level is the Torah is pointing out that Aaron all of his self-esteem came from a recognition of his innate, you know, holiness, his connectedness to Hashem. Recognition of Hashem. That's, yeah, that's where his feeling, that's where his self-esteem came from. So I therefore, you, they always, therefore, therefore, like therefore, let me yes. finish. Therefore, he, or, or on the flip side, if one drew his sense of self-esteem from possessions, whether they be spiritual or material, then there would be room for feeling a feeling of jealousy because what what Moshe Rabbeinu is now being is what's being bestowed upon Moshe Rabbeinu would be a great source of my self esteem had I been bestowed with that. Right. Fine. So that so you were explaining a phenomenon. What is what is kina? How do we like conceptualize kina on a deeper level of the Torah? Right. Now, but the original question was so Aaron Cohen if Aaron Cohen would have known how amazing that Mido was because the Torah would have specifically taken the time and the and the ink to write about it, and he would have seen that. Right, something else, something else would have happened. If the, the, it's, 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 I, he would have now danced, and he would have sang. What 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 would he be singing and dancing for? Okay, well, what is Aaron Sameach about? And Aaron Akoyin has simcha. What is the substance of Aaron Akoyin? I'm assuming, according to what you're saying, that he's happy for Moshe to have been connected what, to Hashem. What, what does that mean? Oh, it means essentially he's happy over what the kindness of Hashem that is playing out. On earth. The recognition of the kindness of Hashem, which is now taking place so in actuality, in the Olamoasia, in this world, Hashem's kindness is coming into actualization for Moshe, for the Jewish nation, okay, for the history. That has it's, essentially, it's essentially getting back to only one thing recognizing Hashem's perfection, Hashem's goodness, Hashem's kindness. It all t- it all relates back to Haskell the Adair. It's just an example. I know, but it's just a sample of Hashem's but goodness. Whole, but your this whole, mitzvah, this occasion. But that's the cause for celebration. It brings to life. But your whole point is that it has nothing to do with, with whether who's the Navi. It has everything nothing, to do. No, that was I'm rejoicing over this. I'm filled. I'm filled. I'm filled with honor. I'm filled with glory. I'm filled with simcha. I see the goodness of Hashem. But it has nothing to do with it. It's enough or not. It's all innate. Your whole point is that... So that's why, that's why it doesn't have kinah. Because so he has his heart so is filled called? with the good simcha. What's he doesn't need to fill it with that lovely possessiveness. What's causing him to dance then? What would cause him to dance more than he did already? Because this... Why is he... Okay, let's just go... Okay, take this a simcha, this, no, before. Before the explanations. Let's just go very simple. What yes, is the yes. thing that's... Called? I don't understand. I may be missing this whole thing of like, had he seen the Torah written it, he would have done something else. What what emotion? He's going true? out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu. Why is he going out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu? To to try to assuage Moshe's fears that maybe he feels bad. No, that's not why he's going out to greet him. He's going out to greet him for the very positive expression of a joy over this start of this great mission of the redemption of the Jewish nation at the hands of Moshe. Yeah, and okay. Moshe is now starting what, the process of taking the Jewish nation out of Israel and bringing us to the 
All why the greatness that we're intended to receive. Why this is the starting point. That warrants expression of Simcha going out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu. And on had, his own. And had he... And, and then had I know he, that he was going to, what would have going to write this. Right? That, that Simcha that he has about and is going out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu to express that Simcha yeah. is recognized by the Torah as we understand what that should be. He would, would have tried to evoke even greater Simcha. Why? Why? For what? Because he would have seen that it's so important. Simcha, right. The Torah values that quality of Simcha over this over this start of the mitzvah, over this example of Hashem's kindness. Let's say, how could I not have, have, not have done it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How do we define the difference between David al-Malach with Arna Kaddish, where he was dancing in such a fantastic way that seemed even unfit as a Melech. So, and David Melech said, no, I, I, would, I lower myself to the highest degree. And Ram calls that the greatest covenant. The covenant of the Smech of Hashem, that's the true honor, like David Melech did in his dancing in Simcha before the Aram. So is Moshe Abinu coming to Mitzrayim the same thing as the Aram Kodesh coming back to the place in the Mishkan? I don't know. What, what exactly, you know, Aram could have been lacking? That's beyond our understanding. But this much the Chazal said. It doesn't seem like there was a, a criticism of Aaron Cohen. It wasn't anyway criticized. But just describing that had he known the Torah was going to write about this episode, he would have, maybe like we think, like it's not necessary to play music. Okay, he's coming out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu. Such a simcha, such an embrace, such a... The, the heart pours out to the heart. Of course Moshe Rabbeinu feels it. No, he would have found a way to pick it up to a higher level. <laughs> maybe look, maybe it looks ridiculous. Maybe it looks like like I'm sure when you like you you coming out and you're playing music. Where, where are you? Like you know where where is this? You're playing music in the desert? Yeah, we brought along a trumpet and cymbals and who knows what the marching band. So that was all because of oh, look what's happening here. Moshe Rabbeinu was starting. He's on the way. He's coming. He didn't even get to Mitzrayim. He's, but he's on the way. He didn't start anything yet. Nothing happened yet. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get redeemed yet. But he's undertaking, he took his first steps towards bringing Venetian out of Mitzrayim upon Hashem. Can, can I just try to suggest something, but I think it's simpler? So that if you have this, you don't have it. Can I suggest what I think is a much simpler shot? I don't know why you're getting mm. so complicated. Mm. Because... But let's, okay. let, me, let, me, let me just complete this. Let me just say a sentence <laughs> before telling me why it's wrong. <laughs> sure, of course. The, Go ahead, be a killjoy. You seem to be explaining why it is that we're programmed. Hashem program, programmed us to feel good when we do for other people. Right? That's how you start off showing the, 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 the greatest simple person could possibly receive is, yeah. is, 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 is giving to the downtrodden, uplifting your spirit, yeah. giving, giving, you know, shalom on some prayer. My tongue is it's the biggest thing. Now, you, what you explain is why that is. Let's say someone says, well, why, why is it? Or what's really happening? Are we just programmed that way? Is it a chok? Is, there, is it a mishpat? Is there any way to explain it? So he says why. You don't want to so, you're, so, you, so you elaborated and really explained that phenomenon. You explained what's really going on in the person there when they're giving, what is really happening? What's, what's, what's the dynamic playing out when you give food to another person? What's happening is that your spirituality is in a, in a way being actualized because you're you're behaving in a way that's it's of a godly nature. 
and, and the ultimate accomplishment is recognizing this quality of Hashem, exactly, which is within us. So, so you're, you're, that's all that is. That's all that is. It's an explanation for that phenomenon. But your, your kasha remains, in a way, which is the Rashi talks about that this is a lead of kina, and yet the Medrash says that he would have had more simcha. So, are these two disparate emotions, which would be thought originally, or are they? Similar? So I don't, I don't see why you can't just say it much simpler. Let's say even if you were to work it under the assumption that there was such a such a nature of, of a person to feel good about possessions or feel good about who got the nubby, right? Or even without getting, or even without getting that, I think like esoteric. And you, something you said the Rambam also talks about the the mitzvah you have to love kamocha, and he says that you should love for your fellow man, right, as much as an unlimited amount of good for him. Even more even more than he might want for himself. Okay. And and we I think we see from there that there's the kina and simcha on really operate in tandem, just using that idea, where if you can remove any sense of competitiveness, meaning, yeah, you being bestowed with the Navi is a good thing. I would have been happy. I would have been happier being bestowed with the Navi. I would. Aaron Aaron could still I think in your in your world it's very hard to reconcile Aaron feeling extra simple had he been bestowed with the Navi. Let me finish. But I think that's in your I think in your world it's hard to reconcile that. In the way you're explaining it, it would be hard to reconcile a situation where Aaron would feel a much greater sense of simple had he been given this, the Navi. I think it, it so but I think if you just expl- I, I think it makes a lot of sense that Aaron would feel happier had, or feel a, a different level of simple or, or for sure simcha, extra simcha had he been bestowed with the Navi. But he removed all sense of competitiveness from his heart. Okay. There was no competitive drive. Okay. He wanted for Moshe everything good that, that is possible for him to achieve. Good, good. Where's so, music coming? So that so that's what I'm saying. Meaning, meaning my, my assumption is that there's a natural way we're programmed. When when there's no kinna in our heart, when there's no competitive drive, we automatically we're built to feel good for other people. Good, good. But where's music coming? Because when you feel good for people, you want you want to express that and and, and show that. And be happy for the other person. No, we're we're happy when we when we express sympathy for somebody else. So like, so you make when you go to a wedding and you, you dance, you come with a trumpet. Yeah, when, with a trumpet when, and when we're programmed. That's how. That's we're programmed. When you go when you go to a wedding and you dance with a fussing and cow, you feel good for the same reason why you why you feel good when you give my of your name. Okay. So if if that's the na- natural state, that's the natural state. The natural state is to feel good, okay. to want to do that. Okay. So if you remove all the competitiveness. And there is no competitive drive, and he wants for Moshe all that is good that that, is, that Moshe could possibly achieve. And yes, if he got chosen to be the navi, he would feel an immediate spike in the serotonin levels. He'd yes. feel happy. Yes, would he play music? You you would want. What do you mean he wouldn't play music? Wouldn't be. Wouldn't but, be. So like, Rashi said, "How could you not? How could you not play music? Would you say that? How could you not use music to appreciate your having been the navi more?" To appreciate your having been chosen, I play music in order to rejoice. Somebody explain that to me. How could he be more happy than happy? You can express it in different ways, yes. But here you are. Uh, Do you have a favorite niggin? A favorite dancing niggin? Hebraic, Judaic, or American? No, not really. No. Okay, so then it's a hard thing to judge. Because there can be something where you feel good, you're very happy, everything is fine, but you don't feel like dancing. But then you hear a nigan that touches your shamro and you want to dance. Okay. And you're just like like blown away by it. But that's still there. That's still <laughs> in me. In me. 
It's still there. That's true. But the expression thereof, but the music will trigger it. The music will bring it out. That power that's within you over the rejoicing of the goodness of Hashem is dormant, and music helps to bring it out as a role to play. Even a Navi, but he had to receive the Nevoah to have a musician play music, like to place him into the state of a proper Simcha, able to receive Nevoah from Hashem. So there's, there's something that could evoke what's there, but still dormant. That's what you mean by giving more sin. And then there, there, were, there were stories about uh, you know great 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 Torah giants that when they when they finally came to understanding a very difficult question that they had a very difficult topic they work on for a long time they just uh, they started dancing roping and dancing they cannot restrain themselves they're dancing there was an episode where uh, a shach was seen dancing in the Shalai. Uh, in the snow. And, uh, and when there was an occasion of a snowstorm, they asked him, well, what, what, what happened here? He said, they just heard the Mechil Shaitari from the Vizkar of Yichal and Malay Brak to Yishalayim on many occasions. And he had heard, just heard something so amazing from the Vizkar that that he had to dance. Normally, there isn't, you know, we want to make a scene a lot of people out on the street. Today it's a snowstorm. Nobody's out on the street. He assumed nobody would see him. So he's, he's dancing from joy over the beauty of what he just heard. So it's a, it's a, it's a response to, to something. So, but sometimes you need someone to help bring it out. I think I'm getting it. But maybe a couple more months. Okay. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it to, 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 to uh, you know, you have to try it. I'm pretty happy. How much in my heart? Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi. Isaac, are you, are you satisfied? No, 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 no. When is he ever okay. satisfied? That's okay. That's okay. Um, That's okay. I have to take notice. It requires a lot of thought. Okay, so we'll pause here.